you say momhood? Momhood. <gasps> Finally. Hey, mamas. So Brandy and I were just like chatting and I'm like, I'm just going to press record because this is just where I'm at and I'm not going to feel a whole lot better. So I'm just going to turn it on. Um, we were supposed to have our episode part two with Susan Yara today, which Brandy and I are both so excited about and we're getting such like really amazing feedback. It was really funny, Brandy. You saw my text to Susan today about what my sister said. So uh, my sister called me today and she was like, oh my God, I listened to the entire Susan Yar episode. Like <laughs> one point, she's like, I never do that. I always have to break it up. I'm always too busy. She's like, I couldn't take my headphones out. I refused to turn it off. And she w- couldn't get over the fact that this isn't like Susan's full-time career talking about this story. She's like, how is this possible? So we're so excited about this episode, but um, I just had a day. Well, and- also life <laughs> Like, what I love is you guys don't need to know all the stuff that happens behind the scenes. Oh, I got to say, happy Wednesday, everybody. <laughs> we <laughs> I rely just, on you. I feel that. like I had to say that. Um, but yeah, I mean, I know that sometimes we are, you know, super positive and you guys see us on social and we are just like making things happen. But it's Tuesday night and we just weren't able to get the interview with her um we just were unavailable and so i was telling orly i'm like let's just record when we can this week so that we can get it to you guys next week and let's have an update like let's just talk about what's going on in our lives because i feel like we don't do that enough and it's important that you guys know that you know some days we are just like in the trenches barely surviving yeah Yeah, that's sort of what it feels like. You know, it's, I'm trying to like decipher my feelings about how much of it is about what's going on, uh, which I'll explain in a minute, just with my, my dog, Callie, and, and also just what's going on with just my general overwhelm feeling in life right now and feeling like I cannot catch up. And so basically for those of you that don't know, um, before Mike and I got married, when I actually thought Mike was proposing to me, he was telling me that he had a gift, which was Callie. So this was about a year before we actually got married. It was Christmas and he was being really weird and he was acting super bizarre and he seemed nervous. And we had already lived together, owned a condo together. We had decided to be together and, and, you know, I just thought, oh my God, he's proposing. Like, this is going to happen like at Christmas mm-hmm. with his whole family. Like, that's how he's doing it. Like, that would be very Mike because he's so like traditional that he would be like, that's a good idea. <laughs> my whole family. Uh, <laughs> and instead he gave me a picture of like a baby golden retriever. And I'm like, what am I looking at? Wait, was it in a box or like, how did you get this gift? No. So it was literally that he gave me this picture because um, Callie had just been born and she needed to be with her mom for like at least eight weeks to like nurse and and be with her and connect with her for a bit before any of the you know puppies from the litter were able to go with their families and so mike and his best friend bobby who him and his wife we have been super close with our whole lives both got two puppies from the same litter so um bobby and michelle uh, had a puppy named chelsea and we had this puppy named callie and so you know we've had callie obviously for now going on on almost 12 years and we had her in our, our apartment in New York and before the kids. And then we brought her obviously with us to California. And she's just like a big part of our life. And, and lately she's been a little sick. She's just not doing great. And, you know, golden retrievers get these like masses on their bodies. Um, 
and she's had about three of them rupture and has had to have like emergency surgery. And so she's had this one for a while that's, she was supposed to have a surgery and it's been this very frustrating situation with the vet. Just, I don't need to go into the details, but like, this is now like probably the, uh, the second full month of it was supposed to be done last month. It was supposed to be done last mm. month issues with like, well, now we should biopsy it just to make sure. Well, now the biopsy gave it an infection. Well, now we have to send her home. And like, it's just been really hard. And she's been having this like coughing issue that like she chokes and she vomits. And so she's just not doing well. And about, I want to say maybe like a month and a half ago, just out of nowhere, Chelsea died, which is Bobby and Michelle's dog and Callie's litter mate. And so it just happens like out of nowhere. She walked in the back. It's like this dog is like, literally I've been, you know, she's been at like every thing with us. Obviously we lived in New York for a really long time and we're super close to them. So, um, so Bobby was devastated and called and was like, she went in the backyard by herself and she just died. Like, Callie's health issues have felt a little bit more sad because I'm like, oh my God, they're so connected. Like it's going to happen. It's going to happen. So I think I'm just today, basically she's supposed to have this surgery. We had to reschedule because of Mike's schedule. I can't really carry her, lift her on my own. And the surgery basically makes her completely like incapacitated. And so we've been trying to do it on a day that Mike's off, which his schedule changes a lot. And so we've had to cancel. And today it like kind of ruptured and it was bleeding and I was alone with the kids and I was supposed to be working and getting all this stuff done today. And I spent basically the whole time at like the vet ER. Um, and I, this is one of those things that's like really stupid, but I think a lot of people will relate to. We found this great ER. They wanted to do a full workup on her. They're like, you know, she has masses all over her body. We should really know what's going on. Make sure that she doesn't have cancer in her liver, that there's, that this isn't a symptom of other things. Her coughing thing, we should probably do like put a camera down her throat. And so I'm like, okay, yes. Like just absolutely let me, you know, let me know, let me know, whatever. And then they send us what the estimate is going to be. I'm like, we just can't do that. Mm-hmm. Like we literally are just in this position where I felt really embarrassed, but I'm like, that's just not doable. And like, I know a lot of people probably have that with their themselves health issues that they don't take care of because of the cost or loved ones or animals or whatever. But like, it was just that moment where like, I wanted to say yes to everything. Of course, check her, make sure she's good. Let's get a clean bill of health. Let's get Callie back to Callie. And then all of a sudden I was like, I'm going to pick her up. And I literally picked her up and brought her home and we didn't do anything. And so she's just here and we're going to another, um, another so vet sorry. tomorrow that I've heard works with rescues. So they're a little more affordable, but like, I don't know why even saying it makes me feel embarrassed that like, why I that's the know. last thing you should feel. No, 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 no. That is the last thing anyone is thinking right now. First of all, it just sucks that we can't just take care of our pets for free. We can't have free yeah. universal health care for our dogs. <laughs> I know. I just... Have so they worked know, like, out that she's in pain? We or, don't like, really what? know. I mean, she seems in pain when she's doing the, like, coughing, choking, puking thing. Definitely does not seem comfortable because she, like, retches. I don't know if the mass is, is painful. I mean, it was bleeding today, so I'm, I'm sure it's not comfortable. Um, but I don't know. I just think, like, thinking about her and, and I think realizing that Chelsea just passed made me realize, like, it's, you know, even if it doesn't happen right now, like, it's coming. And, like, that's just, it was like you said in your text today, you know, it was like my first, our first baby. And, like, 
you know, there is just a little, there's a lot of that just feeling really sad about that. Well, and and I, I said, I said I that because I, I wanted you to know, like, I, I hate when people that have pets feel like they need to say, well, I know it's just my fur baby. And I'm yeah. like, you don't have to say that to anyone. I'm not judging. No one's judging. Like I totally view Callie as your first baby and yeah. I've had pets and we lost a family pet. So a little different, um, last year. And I couldn't believe how I reacted. I mean, I just, I didn't <laughs> want to get out of bed. I was just crying. The, the idea that like, I was no longer going to see Bentley anymore anytime I went home. And now Goliath doesn't have his partner in crime. Yeah. And my brother doesn't have his dogs that he grew up with. Um, Something that you said reminded me of the interview that we had with our girl from Giving Keys. Caitlin Crosby. And how Caitlin said that she keeps, when she thinks about like things that are inevitable, inevitable, even just thinking about the idea that these things are going to happen one day, Callie will go to heaven. Like yeah. that at least helps her wrap her head around the fact that like, this is real. It doesn't mean that it's going to happen next year. But I think that losing Callie's sister, like yeah. it doesn't, it, it still hurts is what I'm saying. Like, even yeah. if you try to think about it, because we know that like, I don't know the lifespan of golden retrievers, but one day Callie will go to heaven. It yeah. doesn't matter. It still is going to hurt like hell, even thinking about it. No, you're so and right. Like it's all at once. It's all at once. Like all of this sucks. Yeah. No, you're so right. And it was so funny. We were at my friend Ryan's house, who I actually am dying to have on the podcast. He just started a podcast called BFFU. He's a, uh, <laughs> it's really funny. Um, he's gay and him and his uh, husband have two adopted kids and his adoption story of his youngest son, Xander, is a whirlwind of a, um, of a story. And anyway, we were sitting and we were talking and they just lost, well, not just, last year lost their dog, Betty. And Betty wasn't doing well for a while. And I mean, really ever since I've known him, he, we met in New York um, when we both screen tested for The Fabulist and then became friends out here. So I've known Betty for a while. Betty's not been doing well for a long time. But so he said that for his daughter, who's the same exact age as Blake, literally like five days apart, he told her that Betty's always in her heart. And so Rumi does this thing, which was so sweet. And it like, I just, it broke my heart, but it was so sweet. He said that she she literally will say that she has a special key that only she knows and she unlocks her heart and she checks on Betty every day. And she'll like do like, she'll pantomime it. She'll like unlock her heart and she'll talk to Betty and then she'll go to, to Ryan and, and Isaac and she'll be like, Betty's good today. Betty misses you guys. Betty wanted you to know this and that, but I talked to her in my heart today. And like just the idea of it, of even just a way of teaching grief for kids and also for us, like, I, he was like, oh my God, the first time she said it to me, he's like, of course I bawled my eyes out. Like, what a cute thing. What a beautiful thing that she said. And the way that she internalized, we always keep her in our heart was like very literal, but it was a way for her to connect. It was so cute, you know? And so I don't know. I just, oh, it's been a really um, overwhelming day emotionally. And, and that's what I was saying. Like, I'm, you know, I'm struggling with separating things right now. But sometimes you don't need to separate things. And when, when we first started recording, I was talking about how the last couple of weeks, I know that it has been super stressful for you because life literally just like started. I mean, basically filming, going back to filming regular segments for home and family, but you're still maintaining your business of yeah. your YouTube channel and all your sponsored stuff. Like I know that that 
has got to be challenging on top of homeschooling, taking care of both kids. It's a lot. Yeah, it's just a lot. And I know that, I know that a lot of you guys listening are probably experiencing this in a different way. I mean, I know Brandy, you're, you're saying it's me, but I know you're, you're dealing with the same level of, of busyness and, and stress and work. And it's just, I think I know that we have this incredible ability to adapt. And I feel like a little bit of what happened is we went through this grieving period when the pandemic first hit and the shutdown and the quarantine first hit. And there was this where we talked at the time about going through these weird, like some days I'm good and some days I'm bad. And, and then it was like, we adjusted and this was the new life. And especially during summer when there was no school to deal with, and we were really on our own schedule and we had this camp pod and I was filming on my own time and, and things got really busy, but I still had all week to do it. And, you know, it was sort of this new rhythm. And then it's like the world opened up again. And I know I need to give myself just a little bit of grace in the idea that I'm just readjusting all over again, but the opposite way. But like some, for some reason, it doesn't feel like that. You know, like sometimes also you have to do less. And like, as you were talking early, I just started thinking about parenting because for me, as you were saying, like the ways, like it feels like so often I feel like I have a handle on especially right now, Millie, because she's three and the three-nager thing is real for me right now. And it's like some days I feel like her and I are so connected and she's a good listener and she's doing all the things that like I expect her to do. And I keep doing the air quotes because you guys, if you listen to the podcast, like it's all about expectation. Like we have all these expectations for our kids, for our day that have nothing to do with them. Um, And she's a kid. And like sometimes all the things don't work. I'm ignoring her. I'm not, you know buying into her like quote unquote games, even though it's not games, you know, I'm hugging her. I'm just holding her. I'm doing all the things like, let me give you all of me. Can I figure out a way for like, let's get together. And it still doesn't work. And she gets over it. And then I'm not over it. And I feel like a lousy person and I'm just drained. And then I'm so upset and resentful because I want to do things for me during nap time. Like I want to do things for me. I don't want to cook dinner. I don't want to do like busy work. work. I want to like create, I want to like be me and like, you know, all the things that I love to do and it's hard. So like, even if you're sitting here listening and you're like, what if I feel that way and I don't have a job, you're still feeling the exact same way we're feeling. Like every day can be a freaking shit show and it's so hard. But like, I do think that every time you speak it and every time you like just vent, like you kind of release some of that energy. No, like the more you, you more you have friends, the more you talk, you know, and if you need to cry and just like, or you need to work out and sweat it out, like visualize it. Like every time you, you know, cry, like those tears are carrying all that heavy shit that we don't need to carry with us anymore. I, I know it works for you, Orly, because like that, that is, you know, you've talked about this before, like crying is just feels yeah. so good. And sometimes for some of you, it's like doing the yoga, it's sweating. It's, um, I know Maria, it's hers is baking and cooking. Like yeah. she could just like move her hands. And, um, for me, I think it's the same thing. It's being in the kitchen or just doing things for myself, like connecting back with me. But, um, I, I don't know. I mean, I told Orly in a text the other day or the other week that like, you know, what we've learned about each other being in this relationship with momhood, it's like you, you love to be busy. You thrive to be busy, but there is that cap 
Yeah. Like right now, you know, because you didn't have control over Callie. Like you didn't have control right. over what's going on with Callie. So you didn't account for that when you were doing your like list of things. Yeah. You're like, I got the kids with someone till this time and school's done at this time. And I don't have to get this sponsored post till this day. And they have 48 hours to give me their notes. And clients are never on time. I'm just making up things, yeah, but like right. all the things that you think are going to happen don't happen. So then it's like days like this are just extra heavy and extra hard and it sucks. No, you're so you're so right because today was my day and I and I it's not until you're saying it that I'm realizing it, but today was my in my mind, my head start restart day because I worked all weekend. So lately what's been going on is when Mike is off on Saturdays, he takes to the kids to the he takes the kids to the beach almost every Saturday and Saying it out loud makes me really sad, actually, but in the moment, I'm happy. I haven't gone with them in six weeks because I work on Saturday then. That's a day where I've got the house quiet. I can fully work. That's not a babysitter for this and school for this and okay, yeah, but I got to make lunch and I got to do snacks. Like I'm free. So he takes them from like 11 to five and I have this whole chunk. So I got some work done on my YouTube video on Saturday and took Sunday to be with the kids. And then yesterday edited everything. So I was really ahead of the game. So today I was doing prep work for home and family and prepping my next YouTube video. And it was this day to get a real head start. So I don't feel underwater. And I like did none of it because of that. And so I think like all of a sudden it was like, I'm not, I'm, I'm back where I started. Plus I have the emotional burden of just what I'm feeling personally, you know, the sadness of it all. So I think it is just like, for everybody. Yeah, I guess just the balance. Like we know how to give advice to each other, but in the moment we don't know how to give advice to ourselves or something. Like if I heard someone saying what I'm saying, I feel like I would know exactly what to tell them. But when mm -hmm. I'm experiencing it, I'm just at a loss. Like I need you to tell me, like I need yeah. your texts when you're like, you've got this. You are, you know, like when you send those texts to me, it's like the sweetest, most mm. wonderful thing in the world because it's like, I feel like you know exactly what I need to hear. Like, I don't know if you guys know this, but I was really stressed out and Brandy was working on home and family. We missed each other, like literally like a couple hours. She was there in the morning and I was there in the afternoon and I get there and Monica who works on home and family is like, Brandy left something for you on your table. And there's this little bag with a little note that just says like, oh, the magic. Like, remember the magic's inside you. Like, you needed this love B. And like inside was like you made me like a stress relief that you made a stress relief like essential oil roller, and the wood. What's the name of the wood? The Palo Santo. And the Palo Santo <laughs> to like for me to burn in the morning. And it was just one of those things that was like I felt like very seen. You know, it's like I don't know. I think. I know you know that I'm not that person that feels huge about like mom community, but they're, which is ironic, right? That we started mm -hmm. talking about, like, I feel like I know I need it in moments like this where I feel like no one else gets it because it's so multi-layered and like you get it. Mm -hmm. Oh my God, I'm a mess. I'm bawling my eyes out. You guys, what's happening? I, think, I hope everyone is because <laughs> you're being, you're being so real right now. And I just have, quietly tears just dripping down but you know I'm using a t-shirt to wipe my snot <laughs> oh, but I, I actually thought it was like a tea towel I'm like of course your tea towels are tie-dyed too <laughs> no it's literally a tie-dye shirt I'm wiping my snot into <laughs> uh, 
Brandy. Thank you for thank you for saying that. That it, you know, it's, I always remind people that like giving and just being there for people is so selfish because it feels so good. <laughs> like you know, I'm I'm glad that I made your day, but like it like makes my heart feel so full that you know, me just thinking of you when I was making some rollers and I had bought some Palo Santo and I wanted to make little bags and I was like, oh, Orly needs this. Like I told her, I said, I'm, I'm about to up your morning routine girl yeah. because we had Allie Landry on the podcast. You guys have got to find her episode. And she talked about her morning routine and it freaking like gave me a lady boner. It's like, <laughs> it's like, and then I burned my Palo Santo and I'm like, damn it. I love the smell of that. Uh, I'll put a link below because it's just intoxicating. Yeah, it is. And I was like, Orly needs this. So anyway, going back to just, I'm so glad that something so small, so homemade, like made you feel seen. It like really you did. saying that because I do, I see you and it is so multi-layered because we are in similar, you know, we're both we both work from home. We both create content. We both make money from being who we are and what we create and what we do. And sometimes people think it's silly. It's like, oh, okay. You post things on social media. You post videos on YouTube. It's like, no, like I'm paying for my kids to go to college. Like we are breadwinners in our home. Like we make money because we work our butts off and it's a lot of work and yes, we love it. And that's why it's such a slippery slope. It doesn't turn off. It's not like we love our job at the hospital. We love our job at school as a teacher or wherever. And we come home and we get to put our phone down. Like it's it's nonstop. Like, God, I want to go to the beach because it would feel so good. And I would feel like a great mom, but I feel like a great mom having a quiet house, getting to do things that I love to do so I can be present on Sunday. Um, so yes, I'm always here and I want you to know that. Thank you. Thank you. No, I, you know, it's, I think that's another thing that's been another layer of this is, you know, I struggle a lot because Mike, you know, Mike has a job obviously that like his work is when he's working. I mean, when he's off, he's off, you know, I mean, listen, technically he's not supposed to ever be off. Um, you know, so his, his mental, his alertness, all that stuff is different, but really like when he's in our house, like there's no emails to answer for the most part. There's no, you know, calls to make for the most part he's home and he's fully focused. And I feel like he's such, you know, like the kids get so excited when he's off because like when dad's home, dad's off. And like when mom's home, mom's working. And like, that's, I think something that I'm really struggling with right now is feeling like we're now going on, this isn't one busy month where like, ah, whatever, they'll forget it. They'll forget it. I just had a funny accent. They'll forget it. Um, <laughs> it's like, it's like, this is now feeling like the new normal where I'm distracted all the time. You know, I'm like at the computer all the time. And so I think I just, oh, I don't know. I don't know. I, in the moment, I don't feel bad about it because I'm like, that's what I need to do. That's what I want to work. And working makes me feel good. And this is the structure that we have. And this works for me. But when I reflect on it, I worry that I'm, that it's going to become a really long chunk of time that I almost like lost. Like it went into a vacuum somewhere. And then before you know it, Blake has started her period and she's telling you that she like went to second base with a boy or something. I'm not kidding. That's how I feel. No, no, no. I'm not even joking. I'm thinking about those things because this is a recurring theme And I know you have like that converted garage space, but like the kids can't be by themselves when you're working and you're obviously not going to pay for childcare when you don't need it. But it's like, how do we figure out boundaries or how do we, you start charging double 
so that you're still creating the same content, but charging more. And like in my head, I kept thinking about like momhood headquarters or like a studio one day, because as you guys know, know, Orly is constantly creating show ideas and meeting with networks. And like, you know, there's so many things that are not in front of the camera for her. So as you're saying that, I kept thinking like HQ, you know, and like, maybe it's time to like redo, we need to do a, a happy hour live and all of us need to make vision boards Seriously. and figure out like, what are these new goals? Because yeah, I, I don't want to be sitting with you five years from now and you telling me like, Brandy, I'm so pissed. I missed this chunk of time. You know, like I don't want to, I want to be the friend that's like, what can I do to help you? Even if it sucks hearing it or, you know, it's again, it's something that you don't want to talk about. Like that's what friends are for. And I had this conversation with a, another friend of mine a couple weeks ago about another friend. And we were talking about, um, I asked her if she had talked to her about, they had wanted to have another child. And she said to me, she said, Oh, I didn't want to ask her. And I looked at her and I said, I don't know if that's the right answer because you are really good friends with her. Like you are the friend that's allowed to ask those questions when you guys are by yourselves on the couch, hanging out, no one's around. And like, you can obviously gauge when people, you know, are ready, but if you're the person that the per like, who else are they supposed to talk to about those things? Like, I get it. We all want to dance around all the things, infertility, maybe the relationship isn't, you know, good right now. Um, I don't know, but I just want you guys to always think about that. Like if you're someone's friend, you are supposed to be the person that questions things that lets them bounce ideas off of and, or lets them yell at, like, sometimes you got to be the punching bag. Not all the time. That's an abusive relationship, but like <laughs> sometimes like your best friend needs to like vent to you or be mad at you because you challenged something that they're saying. And as you're saying this, I want you to know I can be that person. Like, let's figure out boundaries. Let's figure out, like, I don't want you to feel that way about yourself. And I don't want you to feel like, you know, something that you love so much has like hijacked other parts of your life that you love so much. Yeah. No, it's, it's, I mean, you're right. I think that this, I'm hoping that maybe this like all at once overwhelming thing is, was meant to happen this way in order to push me towards a some kind of a change, whether that's more organization or delegation or whatever it is that like, it almost needs to break or I won't fix it kind of thing. And like, I'm hoping that's what it is. It's so frustrating that that's how we are. I don't think everyone's like that, but I do think many people are like that where like we leave good enough alone and it's not until something is so bad that we make a change and then we say, why did I wait so long? You know, so I did, um, I did hire, which I'm really excited about. Like I did hire a company and this is the most money I've ever invested in myself and my business. I did hire a company to help me quite a bit with my YouTube and they have channel management. So that means they can like upload my videos, write my titles, create my thumbnails, like really do all the back end worth, all the tagging, all the promotion, the optimization, making sure it's functioning properly. That's and awesome. like, that's a huge weight off my stress because it's like, okay, once I've done the creative, I can put it into the hands of the people that do the other stuff and I can now relax and work on the next creative. And so I do think like, while I was very scared to invest that money, I do feel like that was something I wouldn't have done had I not felt as overwhelmed as I've been feeling. Okay. That's step one. We just started literally like a week ago. So we'll that's see a how- huge first step. Congratulations. Yeah. That's big. So, thank you. So I'm hoping like maybe that will be the like, 
it's like that broke open the gates or something and like, okay, what else can I delegate? What else can I, you know? So hopefully that will, will create some maybe kind of a change. Cause I do think that like what I'm doing isn't sustainable and yeah. I'm not the only one I think like suffering, you know, yeah. like I think as a family unit, I think we're suffering. I don't think I'm giving Mike what he needs. You know, I don't think that I'm giving my kids what they need. and. I don't know that I'm giving myself what I need either. Like, I think it's just, it's just a little, a little much. My husband just walked in the door from work. By the way, you guys were recording this at night and it's late and it's, we're literally going to upload it in like an hour for you guys. It's a, it's a super last minute one, but he just walked in the door. Well, <sighs> one thing that I don't want to happen is your health to be compromised when you yeah. said something about, you know, a lot of us have been there where it takes us like hitting rock bottom. Right. And all the stories that for some reason came to my brain and maybe it's because my uncle was recently diagnosed um, with cancer and he's in chemo and radiation and he is just, you know, in the thick of things right now, there's so many unknowns and it just made me reset and think about what is important. And so much of it has to do with health. Yeah. You know, and even just getting like seven to nine hours of sleep is huge for our cellular system to like rebuild and recharge. And I say all these things to Millie and I say these things, you know, to Sunny, but like selfishly, I love staying up to like midnight because when the kids are asleep, that's my time. Yeah. But it's also my time to what? Like watch shows and, you know, do work, of course, but like sometimes just zone out. But then I still got to get up at six. So that's not my seven to nine. So, um, yeah. I don't want to be doing things either that are, you know, compromising my health. And then before I know it, I'm sick or worse. Yeah. You know, cause I, I do believe that our body does what our mind says. And also, um, that our body is a di direct result of stressors in our life. 100%. You know, I mean, you, you went like this to your neck a couple of times. I did it. It's like, we're constantly pressing on tension and all this junk that we keep in our body because we've been sitting at a computer. We're, you know, hiding all this stress in our body. Oh, it's yeah. a lot. It is. It is. I mean, oh. man, I'm proud of you though, because I know that today could have been one of those things where we told you guys, Hey, we just weren't able to do an episode. We don't want to put crap up here. So you're going to have to wait, you know, next week or whatever. And I'm really proud of you for taking, you know, this hour to talk to us, you know, cause we're here. Mama community is here. And also like, I think it's important that you share what's going on. Thank you. I'm, Oh, I, I don't know, Brandy. And I want Callie to be okay. I know, me too. I just, I just want her to be okay. And when she is ready, she can be ready, but I just want her to be okay. I don't want her to be in pain and I want her to be loved. And you guys love her so much. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, my friend Carrie called me and I was at picking up the kids late and wasn't able to answer and she lost they're like lifelong dog, just like a, now it's probably been a few years, Cooper. And I saw her name pop up, my friend from New York. And I like, was like, I'm not, I can't, I can't do that. I knew like why she was calling. I was like, I can't do that right now. And I saw her text and she's like, I know it can be really a lot. Like I'm here to talk to you. And it was the same thing. It was like that same community feeling that same, like, 
it just, you don't realize how much you need people in your life who have experienced things similar to you and can, or even if they haven't, they can relate to the fear, right? Like you don't need people who have gone through exactly what you've gone through, but at least people who have relationships with equal value or they, that they value those things equally so that they can be there to like hear you and validate that, that, so like getting a call from Carrie almost made me Mm -hmm more sad because I was like, I know the pain she went through when Cooper died. So she knows what I'm fearing, you know, fearing right now. She wants to be there for me because she needed someone there for her when it happened. Like, it's just those, those friends, that community, I think, I feel like it just makes me think that if you have a friend in your life who, you know, is going through something, whether it's a relationship issue, it's a fear with their kids, it's health stuff, it's something with their parents, it's a rift in their family, a fear about work or money or security, whatever that is, like if you can in any way be there for them, like make that call. Because like, even though I didn't have the ability to call her, seeing her name came up, made me feel so good. And I'm going to call her tomorrow and I'm going to talk with her tomorrow. So it's like, just do that outreach, you know, like do whatever that is, do that outreach and be there for someone so that they might not be able to talk right away, but like, or, and they might not want to, yeah, you know, and, but like, just, I love what you said, just seeing the name pop up, just knowing that I'm thinking of you, you're not alone. Like you said something while you were talking about just someone to listen to you, you know, if you're out there and you're like, I don't know what to say. You sometimes you don't have to say anything. You just pick up the phone and say, Hey, I read your text. You know, how's Callie? And like, let them talk, let them say, and if you have something to add, that's a value or you can relate, then do it. But if you have nothing to say, just be there, just be there. So when someone doesn't feel alone, um, that's so much of, I feel like of experiencing this, you know, is just not feeling like you're by yourself. Yeah. Well, I'm appreciative that you made the time tonight because I know it's late for you too. And, you know, you got back from the market, made dinner for your family, you know, went to hide in your closet and record with me. (laughs) Of course. No, of course. I thank you. And for you guys listening, thanks for being here. You know, I think there is an accountability to this um, community that really does matter to both Brandy and I. And, you know, when we are having days that are tough or experiences that are scary, you know, there does feel like there's somewhere important to share it and it doesn't make you feel so alone. So, um, for you guys, thank you so much. And also like, we need you guys just as much as you need us. You know, anytime you guys send a DM and just say, Oh, I loved that episode or I totally related to you early or Brandy, thank you for sharing this. Like those little comments literally give us like juice to get through the next week. Yeah. You know, I mean, cause this is, this is a lot. And sometimes, you know, it's, again, we, we love not feeling like we're alone. Like this is a community that it's worth fighting for. It's worth putting the work in and the effort in and, you know, trying to secure these awesome guests and, um, it all matters. So we really appreciate the community that we have on Instagram. If you guys are not part of that, make sure you're following at Momhood Show. Facebook has like a whole life of its own. I mean, it's just, it has legs and it just goes wherever it wants. <laughs> so um, if you guys aren't part of that private group, you can find us by clicking the link below or just searching Momhood on Facebook. It really does. And I just want to connect something that we talked about earlier. Like when Brandy's saying like those DMs that we get, it's very much like that feeling of that gift with the little handwritten note from Brandy. It's like, 
I feel like you, you, you listened to our episode, you heard us, you saw us, it makes us feel so good. So it's that same thing. It's like the virtual version of that. And you obviously heard how much that meant to me. So when you guys do hear something that affects you, you have no idea what it would mean if you would share that with us, whether in a DM or a screenshot or whatever, just tag us so that we can see it because that's the minute that we screenshot it and we share it with each other. We're like, Oh my God, look, like it makes us feel so good. So um, we will be back next week with Susan's part two. We're so excited and it's going to be dying. So I am dying to get to the rest of it. Mean. I cannot wait. It's my, we were blowing. joking. We're like, we, we, we didn't quite wrap up the end, but I'm like, we can't cause we'll be on it for another two hours. So we got to just be like, okay, in one sentence, take us from winning to, you know, mixed yeah. makeup starting like, oh my God, like we just have to get there because, um, clearly she has such a great way of sharing her story in detail that is like a movie that like, damn it. I mean, I'm just so stoked. So I her can't- memory is so good. Like, I love the way she storytells. Yeah. It's awesome. Like, it's funny because she's so detailed that it's like, oh, is she going all over the place? No, no, no. She's telling us exactly yeah. what happened, how she remembered, and like she is painting the picture. Yeah. Um, it's so good. So It's so funny guys- though, isn't it? Isn't it almost seem like she's doing it on accident? Like, she doesn't sound like someone who knows her story and has it rehearsed. Like, she's like, well, then, and then, and then there's this amazing revelation. You're like, what? She's like, I know that is kind of crazy, huh? And you're like, ah! So it's like, it's so cool. Well, what I love is it's so apparent she hasn't told this story a lot. And that's why I love that she told her followers, like, I'm sharing things on the Momhood podcast that I haven't shared with, you know, a big community or ever before. You know, yeah, it, it's not like this, you know, very stale story. And you're like, oh, you said that at a graduation yeah. once or like <laughs> you already shared that on, you know, a news show. It's totally real. And um, there's something about her that's very flukish, you know, it's like, totally. oh, that. Oh, okay. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. She like recalls these things and then she has the epiphany with us. We're like, you didn't see that coming. (laughs) Oh, you guys have to listen to it if you haven't listened. And yeah, I mean, take a stroll down memory lane and listen to some of those others that I mentioned. We have such great guests on this podcast and, uh, then you guys can be part of like our inside jokes when we mention it. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. All right, Brandy, I love you. I I love you guys. Love you all. Love you too, Orly. We'll see you guys next week and we'll see you on Instagram. All right. Bye. Mwah.